0: Welcome to Living Water Radio. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Most people marked it in their homes or in their cars. They missed seeing the color of the season, purple, unless there was a flash of it on their pastor's stole. How purple are you? My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Rev. Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Check out our First Living Water radio podcast, Number Zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. You may have heard that you only get out of something what you're willing to put into it. Today, we're going to see how, during Lent, you get much more. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of the Easter cycle. The Easter cycle, like the Christmas cycle, begins with a season of preparation, then comes a season of the event itself, and then a season of reflection on the event. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of Lent, the season of preparation for Easter, lasting 40 days. Forty is a significant number in the Bible. It is the number of days that Jesus, Moses, and Elijah fasted at vastly different times in the wilderness, during which Jesus was tempted by the devil a text most churches will read this coming Sunday. It's the number of years that the nation of Israel wandered in the wilderness after being liberated from slavery in Egypt. It's the number of days between Jesus' resurrection and ascension. It's the number of years that Saul, David, and Solomon reigned over Israel, and more. Ash Wednesday is the day that the new season of Lent gets its color, purple. Ash Wednesday can be the beginning of a new life for you, or a deepening renewal of a life you have already been given in Jesus Christ. The question is, how purple are you? Lent is a wildly misunderstood season. Lent is a season when some people give up something as a sacrifice, like that of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. It can include giving up something that we are doing that is bad for us, like smoking or overeating or being sedentary or alcohol or the materialism of retail therapy and so on. Or it can be giving up something that we like, like Diet Coke or chocolate. That's what Mardi Gras used to be about. Mardi Gras is French for Fat Tuesday. It started as the day when people would give up using fat for Lent the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, was the day to use it all up. Then it became a day to cook extravagant meals with the fat. Then it became a day to party. Then it became a day for entertainment. Then it became a pretty much secular day for debauchery. Other people don't subtract but add something like being a more generous giver, spending more time in prayer and Bible study, doing God's will for the poor, contacting the isolated, reconciling with relatives and friends, and so on. What Lent is not is something we do to impress people or to virtue signal. All we can do in Lent is act in response to and in gratitude for what God has already done for us. It's a time to focus on that and be renewed or to deepen our shade of purple. The Gospel reading for Ash Wednesday is from two sections in the Gospel according to Matthew, the sixth chapter, first one starting at the first verse. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Then continuing with verse 16. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be not seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The coronavirus is now in decline, but it's still bad. But this is still 2021, so something else seems to have thrown a wrench into the works, and today it's the weather. The uncharacteristic cold that has gripped Texas and points east have put people in a very dangerous place. People are gathering wherever they can find heat, they are are unable to get to vaccination centers, and the dangerous road conditions have stopped new deliveries of that vaccine. Here, our weather is fine, and temperatures might get into the 80s next week. But as one of the local newspersons said on TV this morning, this is not the time to call your friends and family back east and gloat. People aren't just uncomfortable, there is some real suffering in Texas and beyond. And here, large gatherings are still taking place, people are still walking around without masks or practicing social distancing, and we still haven't felt the full force of people's indifference to practicing safer behavior on Valentine's Day. There is good news today, however. Remember the flu? I read this morning in Morning Brew online that, as of last week, The CDC reported that there have been 165 flu related hospitalizations in the whole country since last October. In the previous flu season, there were 400,000. Flu has been essentially non existent, infectious disease expert Dr. William Schaffner told NPR. Why? Because of all of our efforts to fight the coronavirus. Reducing hospitalizations from the flu wasn't an end in itself, but a byproduct like the good works we do in Lent. They are not the purpose of Christianity, but a result of it. The color purple that we use as the color for Lent is significant. It's the color of the robe that the Roman soldiers threw around Jesus while they were torturing him before his crucifixion. It was their way of mocking the claim that he was a king. That was when they placed a crown made of thorns on his head. We read it in John 19, verses 1 through 5. Purple could only be worn by royals and the uber-rich in Jesus' day. It was made from crushed seashells that could only be found in the right conditions in a few areas. It was very expensive and never faded. It's the color of the dye sold by Lydia, a wealthy woman who became a fervent early Christian, the first to be baptized with European waters and who provided hospitality and possibly a place for community worship in her home. We read about her in Acts 16, verses 11 through 15. In popular culture, The Color Purple is a book by Alice Walker that became a Broadway play and a movie with Oprah Winfrey. On the other end of the spectrum, it's The Color of Barney, the purple dinosaur. It is also The Color of Rain in an enormously popular song by the artist Prince. And that brings us back to Lent. Lent is a time not for purple rain, R-A-I-N, but for purple rain, R-E-I-G-N. It is a time to come to the reign of God. It is a time to deepen your shade of purple from pastel pink to deep purple, to color our behavior with the blood of Jesus, to live in response to God's gift for us on the cross, to take away distractions and give time to the shaping of our true selves as servants of God, redeemed by Jesus and shaped by living water, the ongoing personal presence of the power of God in the person of the Holy Spirit. Lent isn't about what you do. It's about who you are in Jesus Christ. It's about the gift of God's grace at the cross, the power of the Holy Spirit to make of us a new creation, God's people born again. It's about a time of focus, meditation, and growth, a time when we get back so much more than we give because God's presence is so much more than we can ask or imagine. The color purple is expensive. Lent leads us to a reminder of just how expensive it was at the cross, and in Lent, we respond by living in response to the love and presence of God for the sake of others, and sharing our faith with others generously and at some cost, and like the love of God, it never fades. This season, this 40 days, this Lent, wherever and whatever you are, be purple. And if you are already purple, pray that God would make of you a darker shade. But whatever your shade, be purple. Today, let's remember to pray for those struggling with all forms of violence, with mental health issues, and with substance abuse. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsallie at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at all, and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God the God who gave himself on the cross, so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.